Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends Love Stuck. I'm your host, Dexter C. Stucky. I have in the building with me today, and I know it's not an actual building, I just keep doing this for whatever reason. But I have with me today my bro talk brother, Mr. Ty Gross, and his wife, Nicole Gross. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having us. Ty, after this, I this means I successfully interviewed all the guys of Bro Talk Live on Industry Friends. So I start the show off um, every week with, or I start every episode off asking couples questions just so like the audience can get to know you guys a little bit better. So with between the two of you guys, who is more likely to win in an argument? Me. Yeah, Ty. Okay. I, it's funny because when I was coming up with the questions for you guys, I'm like, I'm actually really curious about this because like with your personalities, I'm like, there's an argument. I really don't know where that's going. Like I really, I question that. Actually. So I'm the, I'm an annoying person who will like stop mid argument and be like, I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and I and I want to continue. And then Nicole the will continue arguing by herself, and like <laughs> and talk to a wall. She'll or complain whatever. and like blah blah blah, but she'll like walk by and be angry and make sure I can hear her. So every once in a while, I'll throw another thing in there. I'm like, oh, so that's basically how that goes. Okay, so really, there's no real winner. Like, there's no real winner, but we but we do make a point of coming back to the discussion later. Like there's the argument and then there's the discussion about what actually happened. And so I always, I'm the type of person that tries to skip the argument right. and have the discussion, but it's just sometimes it can't be skipped. So right. you just gotta have it out. Out of the two of you guys, who spends the most money? I definitely spend the most money. Nicole is like- a, I'm very frugal. She's like a sergeant with like our finances. So. I don't pay our bills or anything. Like all I do is work and then like, work. I don't even know, like if I looked at my bank account, like all my money will already be out of my yeah, account. Yeah, I already didn't pay bills. And she'll be like have, so she's, I'm, I'm terrible with money. So I'll be like, honestly, I have to, I'll, if I'm spending more than like $50, I'll be like, oh, I'm buying. And she'll be like, uh-uh. Uh you don't need that. You don't need that. <laughs> You do not need that. That's her favorite line. You don't yeah. need that. You don't need to buy that. You guys go at the store, she hits you with the don't touch nothing. <laughs> don't touch nothing. Mm-mm. Who out of the two of you guys is more lenient with the baby? Me. Nicole is more lenient with the yeah. baby because I'm a more of a, uh, I don't know. I'm very, I'm, I'm, we're both suckers, to be honest with you. She's going to get over on both of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's a shame because we're both teachers. So we understand rules and routines and structures, but it's, it's different when it's your own child. Yeah. It's different. It's certain things I won't tolerate. Like JoJo likes to hit. Don't be saying that. That we can't tolerate. <laughs> but other than that, we're suckers, man. JoJo can do what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Now, before okay. the marriage and before JoJo was born, you guys met each other. What was that? scenery like what did it look like the, the day you guys first met each other the first day um was actually my first day of work at my new job and nicole actually already worked there and i could overhear her like i don't uh, they got all these new teachers here i don't know what all really these mean. new people doing here i don't need no new friends and she's like no new friends no new friends 
And I, like that's when that Drake song was out. And I was like, who the hell she thinks she is? Don't so know. Mean. I was like, and don't nobody gonna be her friend. Well, first of all, it was a lot of drama that had gone down the previous year as to why. It was so basically they fired like all the raggedy teachers and brought in yeah the, but the way but the way they brought in the big dogs that way, was me the way they fired people it was crazy so everybody just had a bad taste in their mouth but everybody else wasn't singing drake no new friends though right <laughs> <laughs> no i was just like oh my god so i was really turned um not that i came to work looking for a girlfriend or anything crazy like that but i was just like oh she's nasty i'm like how oh, i don't want oh my god I was like, whoa, she's nasty. That was my first opinion of her. Our classrooms were actually right next to each other, though. And so that's how, like, we had no choice but to talk because we are both English teachers and our classrooms are right next to each other. So then I got to know her after the fact and she kind of yeah. told me about what happened, what happened before because I didn't know. I guess after, like, a month of working together, I decided to, to see if I could uh, pursue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, you have to, t there's something I saw you write once on like Facebook or something like that. And you have to tell that story about like a, a football game. Okay. So I'm at work and I was not early in my career. It was like my fifth year of teaching at that point, but I was too early to be like caught up in like a scandal. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I kind of, I do like this. I do like her at this point, but I was like, I don't know if it would kind of be worth it because we do work together and we're both teachers. And then like, you can get hit with like a sexual harassment. Like one of those things at work mm -hmm. is like, it's you have to be very, slope. very cautious because it's a slippery slope. Yeah. And sometimes like women are really nice to you, but like, they don't see it for you. Like, oh no, no. Right. Yeah, you got your, you got your wires crossed. I'm just nice. I was like, well, I'm going to try to get her number and kind of casually get her number. So I was like, oh, are you going to the football game? So our school had a really good um, sports program. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be support the team. I'm going to go. And I was like, oh, when we go, we should sit together because I don't really know nobody. She's like, oh, that's fine. And I was like, all right, well, just text me when you get there. And then I walked away. And then she was like, but wait, I don't have your number. And I'm like, <laughs> so I was. She was like, "Oh, sure." So I was like, "Oh, yeah, my bad." I tried to play it off like, "Oh, my bad." I didn't like, even catch that. That was my whole plan. I was like, <laughs> "I can get her number, but I have to be like in a slick, in a casual, yeah. very professional way." I and saw so you right there. Gave me her number. She didn't actually. Did you show up for the game? Yeah, I, don't I think came. You came. No, I came. I went. She has stood me up though, a couple times. No, not a couple, couple. times. One, one. I was sick. I don't. I still don't believe that story. I was sick. Oh my god! I really was not feeling well. She's not standing you up now. Friday after work. Hmm? I said she didn't stand you up when it when it when it mattered. She came to that album for that matters. <laughs> so, right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, speaking of the album, before you guys got to the album, you you did an engagement and time. I remember seeing your engagement like on like Facebook and everything like that, but I don't really know everything that went into it. Like, what was your engagement process like? Um, so we, Nicole and I moved very fast. Like we went from being coworkers to dating, to living together, to being engaged very, very quickly. And so I wouldn't recommend our no. process for the average couple. No. Like I do think you should take a little bit more time. So I always put that out there. Um, but we have been discussing marriage, um, after being, after very officially dating on. for like three or four months. But mm -hmm. I was like, you know, that's going to be, 
that's going to be crazy. Nuts. It's going to be crazy for my family and crazy for her and her family. Everybody's like, so we decided like, we probably could get married now, but we're just going to wait um, just because we're not like, I don't like to cause a scene like having this like crazy shotgun when people are like, are you pregnant? What's going right. on? Right. Y'all like, we were still actively working together at that time. So I was like, no, that's going to be super weird. So we decided to wait. You guys were together like, like at work? We only worked together one year, one but we year. were dating at work, yeah. Okay. Like once that year was over, we both went to different schools. Um, so so yeah. we were dating at work for like uh, 10 months. From November. Yeah, from on, like November to June. So the end of the school year. Yeah. Okay. And, all and our, then we both went. All our, our students harassed us real bad because we, oh we always God. said we always said that we weren't dating. And I don't know how they knew because we've never, they we were never knew. together. Okay, so how they knew is I had like a follower on Instagram that was one of our students that I forgot that followed me on Instagram. And she saw it and she like screenshotted it and basically like the whole school knew. Oh, how the teachers? How do the teachers like the the gossip of the school? <laughs> like, yeah, we were we were the gossip. We like, were like the total gossip of the school. It was ridiculous. It was bad. Like students would like harass staff, us. Everything. Students would harass us in the hallway. Then like, oh look at you, sister! You got a strong black African American man. I'm just like, go to class. We were like, we're, we're, like we're going to a meeting. So and anyway, they like, mm-hmm, and like, oh, where are y'all going? Like that type of stuff. It was like. Hey, so we had we did have to leave that school. I'm like, there's no way. Like we have we but have the, to go. But the crazy <laughs> part is, like, we didn't. There was nothing that would tip them off. As like, we went to meetings. We were still like professional. And everything. Yeah, we were yeah, like we, were we weren't like sneaking no kisses no. or holding hands or nothing crazy nothing like that. that was going on. Like we did absolutely nothing anywhere near no. our school at all. Just so, so media. I don't know. Maybe people just pick up on they chemistry up or whatever. On chemistry. Um, so anyway, back to our engagement. Um, after about a year of dating, um, I decided around the August time it would have been that I decided to propose. So I called my best friend Jason and I was like, well, I'm ready to propose. And him and I started kind of running some ideas together. Um, he had gotten engaged. He had just gotten married and gotten engaged a year yeah. before that. And um, he was like, well, why don't you do it in a church? And because like that was my initial idea too, but I just didn't share it with him. So when he said the same thing, I was like, that has to be it. And I'm like, well, you just said the same thing I was thinking. And so sometimes when that happens, that's like, you know, like that's the moment to yeah. you. Because um, he had done some, well, some you just interviewed him. So, you know, he did some stuff. And I'm he like, did, like, that's, not, that's not in that my was, personality. And then- really cool. No, it's not in Nicole's personality to be able to no. roll with the punches if something goes wrong. Mm-mm. She'll be like, uh-uh, well, I would just rather go home and then she would just ruin the whole thing. So yeah. there has to be something yeah. that I can I trap been, her in where she can't, like, escape and ruin it. I yep. would have been suspicious <laughs> of that. It had so, to be something very regular because... We were at Taco Tuesday um, at our apartment. We went to Taco Tuesday every week back when we lived at Summit Park. And basically Nicole's mom had come over. Um, and then I was like, oh, Nicole, can you get us something to drink? And she went in to get us something to drink. So basically I shared with her mom that I was planning to propose and everything else. And her mom kind of helped me plan it. And at the time, her mom had just gotten a new job after like working at her job for like 15 years. 
And so I phrased it as like a, let's go to church, let's celebrate, let's, um, let's thank God for the opportunities that you got. So I phrased it as it was um, a thing to really celebrate her mom. Okay. And like so her. her mom was like, I'm going to come to y'all church. So her mom came and her aunts came. And, and then Nicole was like, why are all these people come? Why are they all coming? Yeah. Mommy couldn't just come by herself. She had to do the absolute <laughs> most. That time, that right there is, I swear, like throughout this process of interviewing different couples with engagements, I just, it's always a moment, in my opinion, that the woman's going to do something that you really think like, do I want to do this? Like, do I really <laughs> still want to do this? And it's like, why are you asking all these questions? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. She asked, she was like, well, why is mommy yeah. bringing all these people? The good thing because is, though. suspicious things that happen that make you. But the thing is. Ask questions. Nicole's mom is so extra. And like, so. That like, she really would like, That's something that. she would do, even if it was about her. Like, she would bring her crew. So yeah. that's something she would do. So it's yeah. not like it was out of the ordinary, right? Even even though Nicole was asking questions, so I was like, "Well, she might figure out what I'm trying to do." Um, so I had um, one of my other good friends, William, um, and a lot of my other friends. We were going to rehearse I, at the time. I was a praise and worship leader, and so um, I, I was. I told my pastor about it, and I'm like, "I'm going to lead that Sunday. I'm going to sing, and then when you kind of start." that you know that um the praise and worship leader sometimes starts talking and having conversation yes, yes. um they're like you know god bless me and all this other stuff and so not, not to say it like that but you know what i mean um and so it was the ordinary sunday and then nicole's friend from out of her college friend actually was visiting with us at the time randomly. as well randomly and so i was going to do it the next week but then i was like i have all these people here so i have to pull it off this week yeah. And so I had to make like a huge payment on the ring. Um, like I had to drop like half the payment at one time, which yeah. was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I want the engagement stories to be told because it's like, there's a lot, not just time and effort, there's a lot of money that goes into an engagement. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so my pastor, he had the photographer ready um, that he paid for for me. Um, they had gotten everybody together. It was like a great service. They had like these extra extra preachers to make sure it was good. And then his brother was going to preach a certain type of word that kind of worked out for the whole thing. And, and, you, and, so, and you and William had rehearsed. William and I, I had like had a big rehearsal and I was just like, a drill. you guys know how I am. I was like a sergeant. Everybody's notes had to be right. Everything had to be perfect. I'm like, no, let's do it. Let's run it again. Let's run it again. Um, because I was going to be singing lead. He's the same way as well. <laughs> yeah, he is. I was going to be singing lead this song called Made Away by Travis Green. Mm -hmm. And so that was like my signature song. So everybody, so it still, it still didn't get suspicious at that time because that Made Away was like, I introduced the church to that song. So it was like my signature song. So it was like, oh, you're about to sing this and about to wrap this thing up. So that's when I'm um, like, you know, saying like the first or second verse, something like that. I don't remember. I did a whole praise and worship session, but then I, we ended with that song and then I just started talking and Nicole was looking and I started talking about um, God blessing you and those types of things with a woman. And I was like, Oh, Nicole, can you come up? And then that's like, when what? she kind of was like, okay, now I don't be calling her up and all that other stuff. Yeah. Now she's seen me do praise and worship before, but by the right. time, I asked her to come up and some of the things I was saying, like, she was like, yeah, oh, okay, I, well, know I, know what, I already know what's going to happen. Right. So then I, you know, got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. And she was like, so anxious. And she snatched the ring and she put it on. I did not um, snatch the ring. 
that she looked at the ring, she snatched it, she put it on, and then she hugged me. She actually never said yes. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. And in that moment, I told her, I was like, you know you were so anxious that you never actually said yes. Like you were like, oh, she wanted to see the ring so bad, so she like snatched it, she put it on, she's like, oh my God. And then that was like, like it was like that was the engagement. That's when everybody started taking pictures and um, all this other stuff started happening. So Nicole never actually agreed to marry me. I just assumed. <laughs> I think I did that because I was nervous. Based but... on the reaction that she did mean yes. That's Nicole, did you yeah. know that like when he called you up, did you know at that moment? Like when did it hit you that it's like this is happening? Yeah, when 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 he called me up and as he was kind of talking through the praise and worship, I kind of knew what was going on so I was so smooth. I had already decided that I was going to say yes so you maybe said yes to your head it. to be honest with you Ty when she got up to go up there since she knew what was going on that was your yes right there yeah it was my yeah favorite. basically you could have walked the other way <laughs> whenever I see those no videos and a woman runs away like, I always know like, like oh y'all didn't talk about this already like I would never yeah. that was like really weird to me we said I said certain things like here and there like I always ask like hypothetical questions so I like ask the hypothetical or whatever but you also don't want to give it away and you don't really think of these things like that until you're in the process of it and I didn't really think of that she could say no until we were on the plane to Florida and I said what if she says no like what would I do like that would be so awkward. I, I, no, I had to be one like when I tell you I was 100% sure I would get a yes like yeah. there's no way I was gonna embarrass myself. And actually, I funny enough, we had seen a we video of somebody it. saying no. Yeah. And she was like, we were dating. Nicole was like, I would never do that. She yeah. was like, I would say yes and then tell you no later. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, by the way. That doesn't work for me either. It's gotta <laughs> be a yes and like there's no we coming home later and I'm giving you this ring back. It's gotta be a yes and we're going to like, I would she said, like, you know, you would just try the engagement like a two year like I need to see if this is gonna happen. Like I would rather call off the engagement yeah. to than to embarrass you in that moment. Yeah, I, I wouldn't realize. at the moment where everybody's taking pictures and around and you're in the public eye, like I wouldn't say no. I put a lot of work into that thing. Like I even stole, I wouldn't say no. I stole some of her rings that take them to the place to get them sized and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, no. I would never you're going to you're gonna say yes to me. <laughs> Yeah. And and then finally, I asked all my couples for like a little bit of advice. I feel like you guys have dropped so much advice throughout the process, but I still want to know like, what advice would you guys have for couples? So be willing to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. It's okay to apologize. And you have to have um, goals in front of yourself. Like you guys have to set goals yeah. for what you want to do as a couple. Right. Like what are we going to accomplish as a unit? Um, I suggest you guys get your money on track. I suggest having a joint bank account. I nobody's having no hidden money. Everything goes into one pot. Like you guys really have to merge yourselves and immerse yourselves in this marriage and say like, we are one unit. Like Nicole has complete and total ac access to all of my assets. Like if I'm if I'm leaving, we're gonna have a very nasty divorce because everything. <laughs> Yeah. Everything is merged. Yeah. Both our names are on the houses. Both our names are on our cars. Um, both our names are on our accounts. Like everything, like we are completely yeah. and totally married. So I feel like that in itself is like an investment. So yeah. if you <laughs> if you so choose to get a divorce, like it's going to be a, a very difficult uh, process yeah. to 
get out of it, which is think motivation about, to stay. Yeah, you'll think twice about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> my opinion is always that if you're doing that, and that, of course it's just my opinion because every couple does their things different. I feel like you already have a foot out the door. Like if you have if you have your own assets, your own bank account, your own this, your own that, your own money, and y'all just I'm gonna pay half the bills, you pay half the bills, I'm gonna move on my way. I feel like you already have one one foot out the door. Like our money is working for the goals that we set together. And so why we, we don't have a need to have separate things. And we don't have separate things. We do spend time apart. We have our own mental time that we spend apart. Yeah, but our assets that and things are together and our goals are together and we set our goals together. Even yeah. if I have personal goals, I run them by her because if I'm attempting to do something, like for example, if I start working out all the time because I have personal fitness goals, that's going to affect Nicole. So I have to run those goals by her. I can't just be like, oh, I'm losing weight, sister. Like, no, I have, she has to, yeah. we have I to have now to make warm. time. Like somebody has to watch our child. Somebody has to do this. Right. So every single goal, like you guys have to support each other. And like Nicole, then she wants to get into certain business endeavors and she's sitting right. down with me and I'm like, yeah. okay, it's not really my thing, but yeah. if you and your sister are getting into it, y'all, y'all, you do it. But um, then as a joint, I mean, if you're going to, I don't know. I feel like you still do have to have your individual goals. Yeah. But your individual goals have to be intertwined with your... They have to benefit the unit. They have to, Makes yeah, sense. they have to benefit the, the, the goal of the marriage. Makes so sense. that would be, you know, I guess my thing is also have individual time for yourself, your mental health, your stability, your... Um, I don't know, career goals, like you have to have time for yourself as well. And there's a few more things. Like, think people change. Yeah. And you have, to like, you, have to, you have to roll with the punches. Like Nicole is almost a completely different person than she oh, was yeah. when we met. Definitely. Like literally she's a completely different person. And that's okay um, because people grow and like you can't fall in love with this person and this right. idea. And then like now I'm now that's what I'm yeah. I'm expecting from I'm, someone yeah, like you have one. to give somebody space to grow. To and grow. if you don't give them space to grow, yeah. you're that that growth is going to be a conflict for you guys. Because right. Nicole is not the same person that I, I went up to back back in 2014. It's just not yeah. I can't expect that of somebody yeah. to, to be the same. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I would agree wholeheartedly with that. Like you have to give people space to grow individually and evolve with them. And stop beating off kids. What? I just that want, has I, nothing to do. I just want that to be out there because I saw a post yesterday and people were like, yeah, how about my nuns? Stop beating your kids. That has nothing to do with the marriage. <laughs> like. I'm going to keep it that part. And I think that was. <laughs> what? Guys, seriously, thank you guys so much for doing this. Like, I, I knew from the beginning that I would have a really good conversation with you guys. And then also it's one of those things that, like, I wanted to ask for advice that I thought would be really helpful for other people that are doing throughout this series who will be helpful for people. But like, I think every piece of advice I've gotten from you guys and other people, like I can take those things on for myself as well. And I really do appreciate you guys for doing it. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Ty. Thank you, Nicole Gross for doing the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of Industry Friends Love Stuck. You can also catch Ty on Road Talk Live Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Hey guys, Industry Friends is now on Instagram at Industry Friends. So after you rate the show, subscribe to the show, repost the show, review the show, and tell your friends about it, follow us on Instagram at Industry Friends. Industry Friends.
Street Friends. Friends.